Welcome to Thinking Ahead, your leading edge insights podcast. Each episode reveals the latest insights on today's consumers and offers a sneak peek of tomorrow's marketplace. Stop guessing what's next and start thinking ahead. Well, hello and welcome. This is Dave, your host for this week's Thinking Ahead. I'm in the studio today with Natasha Stevens, leader of GFK's digital product development. Natasha is an expert on digital marketing and solutions and has worked with dozens of international brands to help them make the most of their online marketing dollars. Welcome to Thinking Ahead, Natasha. Thanks. Excited to be here. So we're here today to talk about a new alliance that GFK has formed with a company called Brand Total, which is a startup in the social media tracking space. And this partnership is all about something called dark marketing, which sounds a little sinister somehow, but also kind of cool. So I wonder if you could tell us just what is dark marketing and should we be afraid of it? Definitely do not be afraid of it. And dark marketing really is just a fancy term for targeted advertising. And what that means is that when companies place ads in social media, um, they're visible to a specific group of people that's of interest for the company. So the best example, Dave, is that if uh, you and I both open our respective Instagram or Facebook apps right now, the ads that you would see would be very different than the ads that I would see. And because that is, they're targeted um, based on the data that both brands and the different social platforms have about us, that's what dark marketing is. And so just to be clear, uh, when we go to, say, the Facebook or Twitter page of a company like Apple, we think may think that we're seeing all of their ads and promotions of that moment, but actually we're not seeing everything. Is that right? That's correct. And the best way to illustrate this point, and you can do it as you're listening uh, to this podcast, is uh, go onto Twitter and go onto Apple's Twitter page. And it will show that uh, Apple created their Twitter handle in 2011, and they have millions and millions of followers. Yet, on that page, you will not see one tweet. And so what you would surmise from going onto that page is, wow, Apple has never tweeted. Um, but if uh, within the data that we have and within the partnership with Brand Total, we can say we can see that um, Apple uses Twitter quite a lot uh, within social marketing. Um, there's actually a, a really interesting article written by uh, the founder of Brand Total, Alon Leibovich, uh, that specifically talked about uh, the Apple TV launch and some of the marketing that was started around that last year. And through dark marketing, you could really understand specific segments that that they Mm. were targeting based on that. So there's uh, so much that we can't see. And uh, pretty much uh, an astounding statistic here, but an important one to share is that on average, 90% of online advertising appears only to targeted consumers and it never shows up on a public social platform of or website Uh, so uh, putting that in context if you think about uh, i believe last year there was roughly 90 billion dollars spent on digital advertising that means that roughly 81 billion dollars of advertising is invisible under the radar unaccountable and completely stealth so I guess you have to wonder, is that 
a big problem for marketers. I mean, they want to know what other companies are promoting and what they're saying. It is a huge problem for marketers, um, but as uh, we've come to realize in conversations with clients and so forth, um, m- many people aren't aware that it's a problem um, because there isn't as wide awareness of dark marketing as a pretty standard standard marketing practice. Now, companies already have social metrics, right? And they just don't capture uh, this particular type of, of marketing. Yes. Uh, the best way to describe uh, the situation is, uh, you know, a brand or a marketer doesn't know what, what they don't know. So yes, they're operating in an ecosystem, uh, specifically within a social ad ecosystem that's full of blind spots. But what has happened is that brands have come to rely on the data that is available. And the data that is available right now are organic social metrics, you know, understanding levels of engagement with ads, whether that's through, you know, likes, shares, and so forth. Um, But as we know, that is not paid. That is organic. And what most brands are missing is no knowledge of any of the paid advertising intelligence, specifically within social media. So what that means is that a brand has no idea how their competitors are marketing to their target audiences. And they're making decisions around planning, positioning, and allocation essentially in the dark. Wow. Uh, How do marketers and researchers react when you tell them this? Well, uh, I'd I'd say the first reaction is surprise, Uh, literally, you know, looks of of surprise, um, did not know uh, how much marketing is targeted or or dark, also didn't know that actually this data is available. Uh, That's often a surprise. Then some frustration, uh, because looking back and thinking, wow, I've been making a lot of decisions here based on an incomplete data set. Um, And as we know, uh, that does not put a marketer in a good position, given the accountability that is is required of a marketer in this day and age. And then lastly, they go to excitement, uh, you know, excitement that this data exists, excitement that there is um, a way that they can arm themselves, which with much richer information that helps them throughout planning through execution and measurement. So obviously, there's a big opportunity, there's a big missing piece there in terms of information and data. So what is that opportunity? Yeah, so the opportunity is being able to make informed social marketing decisions based on comprehensive competitive intelligence in paid social media. When you think of any other marketing channel, if you think of you know TV, for example, um, there's competitive spend da- uh, data that's existed uh, with TV for years and years and years, and no marketer would think of making any type of decision without that data. Sure. Yet when we think about it, they've been doing that in social now for 10 plus years. Uh, very, very different scenario here. So what the partnership allows a, a brand to do is to actually make informed decisions based on competitive paid social media data. So can you be a little more specific about how GFK and BrandTotal are working together to deliver this information? So in a nutshell, what we've come together to do is to shed light on this hidden world of social marketing. The short version story of the partnership is GFK brings the legacy in research rigor and strategic advisory with our clients. Uh, Brand Total brings the cutting edge technology, uh, which allows brands to understand the paid social media for the competitors and across the whole landscape. 
But the partnership is really much more than the sum of its parts. What we've been able to do as part of this partnership is using a, a currency data set, the survey of the American consumer from GFK division MRI Simmons, and we've used that to actually weight the exposures that we see within the brand total data to the full U.S. population. So to take a step back, um, but to quickly uh, share with people how brand total gets this data is that it is a panel-based solution. So people opt in um, to, to join a panel and through a technology um, share their exposure data. Uh, but with MRI, Simmons, and specifically the survey of the American Consumer Study, we're able to weight these exposures to ensure that this data is representative to the U.S. population. Now, there's a lot of interesting data that a brand can use in brand total. Uh, they can capture all campaigns for themselves and their competitors across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Amazon. Mm. Get very rich metrics on share of voice, engagement uh, for paid social media, and a real-time platform that provides access to all of this data in real time. What are some of the key categories where you're seeing this as a real uh, big win for marketers and manufacturers? So the best way to answer that question is to say that if you are a brand who spends in social media, um, who spends marketing dollars in social media, which are most brands out there these days, uh, you can benefit from this data. You know, across the board, the clients that, that we work with span industries, uh, financial services, automotive, CPG, tech, retail, but a really important point to make about the value across these different industries and how we help clients in these industries is it's helping them increase their marketing agility. Mm -hmm. And it's across all stages of that marketing process. So starting with planning and going through execution to measurement. But the other important point to highlight in how this helps a brand across all of these industries is it helps them in a variety of areas. It helps them with creative strategy because we're able to see all of the different messages um, that are being put out there. It helps them with media strategy because you can see the marketing mix across the social platforms. And with all of that knowledge, it helps with campaign execution and measurement. So is it possible for you uh, to give us any examples of how this partnership has already worked together and what kinds of data and insights you've been able to generate? Sure. There's a few examples uh, that I can give. It was actually hard, hard to pick. Some really interesting applications here. Uh, the first example that I can give is with a retail client. And uh, one of their business questions that they were struggling with uh, within their social marketing strategy is what is the appropriate ratio for sponsored to organic content? And okay. how do they know the decision driver of, of when they should change that ratio? Again, as we said, they're making decisions in the dark. They had no sense of what their competitors were doing. So what they were able to do is they were able in real time to look at their competitor ratios for sponsored to organic and how that differed across the different social platforms. And they used that data to inform their sponsored to organic strategy to determine what's the optimal balance, what are some of those thresholds, and how should we change those over time. Uh, the next example we have uh, to share is in the beauty category. Uh, so with this specific client, 
the in-house agency team is using uh, this data to adjust their targeting in real time. Uh, so adjust, to adjust the different audiences that they are reaching out to based on the white space that they see across channels and, and demographics. So for example, they could see when a beauty competitor is doing you know, heavy targeting on Facebook for women of a specific age. And based on that, they can reallocate their media based on this information. Again, this is information that previously um, no one had access to. The last example I have is in the uh, telecom space. And with this telecom client, uh, they're specifically evaluating their competitor brand messaging to ensure differentiated uh, positioning. So as you can imagine, a lot of the telecom companies out there are, are marketing the same phones, right? I mean, you've basically got iPhones or Android. So how do you differentiate when, you know, basically we're all marketing the same product? So they're really able to look at that competitive brand messaging in real time to make really succinct uh, decisions. But the last thing I'll say about um, all of these different client examples and, and why the power of the partnership, again, is, is stronger um, together um, and, and working together, um, you know, really comes down to what does this data mean within the whole brand and marketing ecosystem? So a lot of the work that GFK will do with our clients uh, in, in using this data is to really ensure that this is in concert and working with brand tracking programs, other marketing effectiveness and sales effectiveness measures. The other thing that we hear from clients as well is, you know, this data is great, but we want to harness it and align it with other data. So a lot of the work that we do involves our data science and marketing teams collaborating with clients to leverage and integrate the brand total data with other data, whether it be client first party data, um, other types of research that we're doing. And third is data connectivity is something that we continue to hear more and more from our clients. And uh, because of the uh, linkage and the weighting that we've been able to do with the MRI Simmons data, it makes it easier for clients to connect the brand total data to other data sets, other analytic models, and other programmatic activation models. It's a, a lot of uses, and I should think there'd be just a huge demand to understand what's going on in this dark marketing sphere. So how could brands that are hearing about this and want to do something about dark marketing and their categories, what can they do? So we are eager and, and happy to talk to you about that. And one of the things that we always do um, with a prospective client who is interested in this data and who is interested in the partnership is we'll share data with you to start. You know, a, a big qu question often is, okay, if I have all these blind spots, you know, start to enlighten me a bit. So we'll often go in and we'll share with you the lay of the land, you know, really help you understand what's going on in your category, in your space, in your competitive landscape to start to give you a sense of, of, of where you are and what some of your biggest blind spots are. Um, after that, we're able to work with clients in a variety of ways. Um, usually that involves a subscription to this platform because the real-time data is very powerful. Um, for other clients, it's starting off with a report to establish a benchmark to really understand you know, what's happening within their social advertising ecosystem and, and going from there. 
thinking ahead in the area of dark marketing, where do you think this phenomenon will be in terms of marketing and social media five years from now? So first I'll say it's not going away. (laughs) Personalization is uh, going to become more and more integral and more and more of a focus of marketing and specifically online marketing because we are just scratching the surface in harnessing data and using it in unison for marketing. I read um, an interesting statistic uh, that I believe it was by Gartner that said that uh, companies that invest in online personalization outsell their counterparts by 30%. The important thing to think about about why dark marketing is going to continue to um, proliferate is it's really driven by the overall trend of the impact of technology on consumer trends and behaviors and how that's going to accelerate in the years to come. So what are the things that we have been hearing about for some time, but which I believe are going to hit a tipping point and are really going to become present in marketing? Um, Just two examples would be AR and VR. I think these are things that are going to come into the forefront for marketing in the next two to three years pretty, pretty strong. Um, These are going to impact every step of the consumer journey. But the important point as it relates to dark marketing is that it's going to give brands even more data to understand decision making. And with even more data that they have is going to allow for even more hyper personalization. The brands that can harness this data with speed and flexibility, and and you need real-time data to be able to do that, they are the ones that are going to win in their categories. Well, that's a a great discussion, and I really appreciate your time here. Thank you for joining us on Thinking Ahead, and uh, look forward to talking to you again in the near future. Great. Thank you for having me. And if any one of our listeners has questions about GFK and Brand Total, you can click on the link below in the description to get in more information on this partnership. And now our closing segment, Listen to This, where we'll share some fun facts pulled from our studies across GFK. Today, we're joined by a colleague from MRI Simmons. Hi, I'm Tamara Barber from MRI Simmons. Do you feel like you don't have any privacy anymore? Well, listen to this. 57% of adults claim that they understand the risks of providing personal information online. But far fewer, 27%, say they actually read the privacy statements that companies have on their website or in print. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Thinking Ahead. For more information on today's topic, click the link in the description. We'll see you next time so you can keep thinking ahead.